Hey everyone, welcome to the Trail Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Stoner. Thank you for joining me on another journey across the podcast airwaves. I've got a very special one for you today. Special to me, I guess, more than anything else, because I have a chance to sit down and talk to one of my, a very close friend of mine. You know, I have a chance to talk to a lot of different trail runners, nutritionists, coaches, race directors, whatever it is. But sometimes when you have a podcast and you've got friends that are trail runners, you just want to sit down with your friends and talk to your friends a little bit about their story and how they got into it. That's what this this conversation is all about. Like I said, a very close friend of mine, Cody Riley from uh, Podium Karting and Events. They are uh, a sponsor to the Endurance Race Series events in Colorado. And I appreciate him sitting down with me and, and chatting about his his journey, talking a little bit about Podium and how you guys can check that out as well uh, there in Denver. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's very light conversation. Just just have a lot of laughs. So I, I really appreciate you guys listening in. And, and honestly, if you enjoy what you're listening to, I, I please encourage you to leave a comment, rate us so that way the podcast can be found even easier so we can share some more stories. All right. Welcome to The Trail Life. Cody Riley. The Trail Life Podcast is presented by Solomon. For over 75 years, their passion for outdoor sports, new technologies, and craftsmanship have driven them to create progressive gear to enable you to freely enjoy and challenge yourself in the great outdoors. Today, Solomon has an incredible lineup of road and trail running footwear and hydration gear. Perfect for any runner on any terrain, no matter the challenge. Check them out today at your local running store like Runner's Roost or on Solomon.com. This episode of the Trail Life Podcast is brought to you by Built with Chocolate Milk. Recover from every workout with chocolate milk. It's the sports drink nature intended. Get more information at dairydiscoveryzone.com forward slash built. Well, help me turn the turning. Well, help me get it right. I don't want to hurt nobody. We are uh, finally getting a chance to sit down and do this because it's... <laughs> it's been tough, uh, tough getting our schedules aligned. Yeah, your schedule, my schedule, you know, you've got uh, between being here at Podium Karting, which thank you, by the way, you're a big sponsor to the Endurance no, Race Series. Our, our pleasure. Between you uh, doing your schedule here and your race schedule, it's it's been uh, kind of tough getting you on, but we finally have a chance to sit down, so thank you very much. Yes, no, no, my pleasure. Thank you. Um, you know, we've known each other for... I was talking about this the other day. Like, uh, you were with Pearl for what, 12 years? 12 years, yeah. I started there back in 2008, and I think we probably met pretty I think, early I, on. I think we met almost right yeah. when you started that yep. because I was, yeah, I was trying to think about it. It's been easily like 10 or 12 years, yeah. easily, yeah. That, that we've known each other. So it's been kind of cool to see the progression of what you've been able to do both professionally and, and in your racing. So it's well, been awesome. I would say likewise. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we saw each other obviously early on in my days at Pearl and, and uh, we're at a ton of events together, but it's pretty cool to see what you've done um, past that and with your trail running series as well. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. And um, I was very excited, you know, leaving Pearl and talking to you and being able to come on as a sponsor uh, of your race series. Cause I've been a pretty big fan of it. So it's been really great to 
like, I don't know. I'm still schlepping around equipment. You, you aren't though. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so it's funny is before we got on here, walking upstairs, literally talking about how much travel I used to do and how much you still do. And I do not miss it. <laughs> so I, I don't envy that part, but uh, you have a lot of freedom and flexibility too. That is pretty nice. Yeah, man. <laughs> so we are here to talk about trail running Yeah, and you are a huge ultra runner. Yes, sir. Um, so so it's I, I've always wanted to sit down with you because I've never really sat down and chatted with you outside of just our regular conversation about like your backstory like yeah got into, got into trail running like growing up where you were an athlete yes so uh, I wasn't a runner at all um, you know I, I guess I did try track in like eighth grade but uh, I was I was horrible at it um, I was a tennis player growing up I played through high school I played in college um, I actually played the cross in college as well oh, just, I didn't know just that. picked it up yeah cool um, I didn't really get into running until um, I joined the military I joined the military in 2002 right after 9/11 I was in college didn't really know what I was going to do with my life and thought, hey, uh, you know, this is something that I could do um, short term. It was never going to be a long term thing for me, but I felt uh, a sense of duty and, and joined. And one thing you, you get into some some marching and, and running, you're, you're kind of forced into this. And um, I really learned to uh, love suffering, which mm. is as ridiculous as that is. Um, and and I, I started running and it was more uh, road running to, to start. And then getting out of the military, I was in Florida, um, down in Pensacola. I started doing a ton of 5Ks, 10Ks, got into half marathons, got into full marathons for about three years down there. Um, I actually even uh, was a coach for an AAU track and cross country oh, team no uh, cool. through a company called Running Wild down in Pensacola, Florida, which was a lot of fun. And that kind of really anchored me into loving the sport. Um, and it wasn't until I moved to Colorado that I really got into trail running. And that was really because I was working at Pearl Izumi. Um, I managed all of our pro athletes and we in 2008 and 2009 started what is now the defunct but was a really cool Pearl Izumi Smith Optics ultra running team and I'm talking this the, the the genesis of that team was pretty cool it started with a guy Eric Manning uh, who's still a good friend of mine um, has a, a cool trail running podcast called Trail Manners with him um, his best friend Scott Jaime who is a local Colorado I consider trail running legend um, he's definitely not like one of the top five all time but he's one of the top 20 trail runners in the in the United States back in the day. I think he's, he's kind of done with that now. Those two, and then a guy that was our run product manager at that time, Bob Africa, mm-hmm. um, who is a, a prolific trail runner yeah. um, and lives in, in Colorado as well. Uh, a lot of listeners might know um, his ex-wife, um, they're still good friends, but uh, Darcy Africa, who mm-hmm. is yep. um, a, a crazy ultra runner. So managing that team, I got to go to all of the big races, um, see, uh, and granted, I by no means think that I am a pro ultra runner. These guys are on a different level, but going and seeing that atmosphere, trail running um, is is unlike anything else, just as a sport. You go and it doesn't matter like something happens to you, you you, you run out of nutrition, you sprain an ankle, you fall down a hill, whatever. The, the trail running community, whether it be the runners there, as much as they want to beat you in the race, they're there to support 
you and pick you up and help you in the community there as well. You you run into an aid station or if you're just there watching, you see um, just the, the fans and the, the trail support, um, the crew at these aid stations and it's just a completely different vibe and I fell in love with it. It was, it was spectacular. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And so that got me interested in, in trying uh, long distance running. And, mm-hmm. and the first race that I ever did was uh, longer distance was the Black Hills 50 miler. And this was back in, so I, I got kind of an interest in like 2009. I tried my first ultra in 2013. Okay. Um, and the, the, the start of that was actually I had a, a buddy of mine who I run all of my long distance races with, Alan. He lives out in South Dakota. Um, he was up visiting and we were having breakfast and we laugh about this all the time. We're having breakfast at the Village Inn and I convinced him. And now I, you haven't met my buddy, Alan. He, you, you'd love him. He is, he's a big guy. He's a, he's a custom home builder. Um, he's about 250, 260 pounds, just thick, solid muscle. Um, we were sitting down eating and I was like, Hey, Alan, I'm thinking about running a 50 miler. Like it's good. Like I was, I was trying to sweet talk him. I was like, it's like super slow. Like you take your time. You're like, it's like through hiking and there's going to be eight stations and food and bacon and beer. It's going to be a blast, man. What do you think? And he, he said, yes, <laughs> surprisingly. And so we went out, um, did our first 50 miler out in South Dakota. And it was, um, it was an experience. Um, I fell in love with it. It was, it was amazing. And so from, from there I've done, um, I don't know, probably 20, 25, 50 milers I've done. I eventually did, uh, that next year I tried my first hundred miler. Um, I did that off of the couch. Um, I was injured leading up to it. Didn't train for about three months and went out and ran it and finished surprisingly. <laughs> just kind of suffered my way through that. Yeah. That was kind of my, my, you just and, jumped right into it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, like you know what? I'm going to, I, you fell in love with it yep. from the community aspect of it, which I say this all the time. Like I think trail running has the best community. Hands down. You know, and I think a lot of road runners that have the chance to experience the trail running, it, it gets them transferred over to it really do the does. trail running it because yep. everybody is so friendly and, and wants to support and help and cheer you on. And, and it's not so much of the, yes, there's always the competition aspect yeah. of it, but people want to see uh, other runners want to see runners succeed. Absolutely. And they want, they want them to be able to experience what trail running is all about. So it's cool that you yeah. had that opportunity through Pearl to get into this sport that you probably didn't even really consider no. At, at the time, like, you know, because yeah. when you're full on road runner, you don't really, it's kind of one of those things. You have to be introduced into trail running somehow, some way. Yep. Um, so it's cool that you had that opportunity to be yeah. introduced and to, and to be around athletes like, like Bob. And, and so yeah. it's, it's really cool that that was your experience. You know, it was, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I would, I would tell anybody that's, um, you know, currently that is a runner that is into running 5Ks and 10Ks or half. And, and, and marathons um, that is interested in trail running. You know, one, I would say just check out one of your trail races because they're a lot of fun. And again, you get that super cool laid back atmosphere. Just the vibe is is unreal. But if if you're not sure that you want to jump in and, and run a trail race, I would say go to one, go to the finish line, go to the finish line of a race. And it could be any, but if you go to one that's like, say a hundred miler and you're at the finish line of the last maybe four, three, two, two hours, 
hours of the race and you're seeing people, you know, be just finishing, just barely finishing, but they're, they're, they're finding a way they're, 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 I mean, sometimes limping, sometimes crawling to the finish. And it, I mean, it puts so much into perspective and it is so inspiring uh, to see that it, it, I'm, I guarantee that you go to one of those and you watch that you will, you'll probably enter the next race that's, that's in your community. Um, trail race that is, it's, it's, unlike anything I've ever done. Yeah, it's, it is fun and it's fun to be around. That's why I do what I do. And, you know, we, uh, I keep on trying to find ways to bring that even more into the community. Like we're, we just announced a a 24 hour race in San Diego out of the, like instantly after I announced that I must've had 15 people call me up and say, Hey, listen, we can't run it, but we want to volunteer. That's amazing. We want to go out there and support the runners. We want to like, go out and we'll, we'll and a, a bunch of them, surprisingly enough, were like, Hey, we'll go out there at 2 AM, 3 AM in the morning, make sure the signs are still out. Make sure that, you know, people yeah. like the aid station is like, this is awesome. Like you can't get that you in, can't get in, it. in almost no. any other sport. You can't get that level of support right away yep. where people want to jump in and, yeah, and be I, a part of the sport in some regard. So to your point, yeah, if you're, if you, want to get in and see what trail running is all about you can just go volunteer really quick because you'll notice the energy around it is completely different i i completely agree um that, you bring up a great point especially for the a 24-hour race volunteering at an aid station it's you know um you can't thank those volunteers enough as a runner it's it is um nothing lifts you up more than you know seeing you know it, whether it be any time in the race but like what's cool is uh, on a 24-hour you know in the middle of the night you see lights in the distance you might hear the hum of a generator you get up there and they've got they're cooking food Food. They've got ramen. They've got beer. They got whatever you want, and they and they love it. And they, again, you can't thank them enough. And it is so uplifting. Um, and being on the other side of that as a volunteer, you, you're getting the same same high helping those people out. Yeah. And, and it's um, you know it, you don't realize how much it means to those runners. But um, you know it, sometimes it's a make or break. And and just that little bit of support um, goes further than most people know. So yeah, I, yeah. I'd say if you're interested to, to what you were, were saying I'd echo that if you don't know that you want to run get out and volunteer because um, it's going to open your eyes to a, a cool new world so you're doing uh, my race this weekend you're doing yeah. the 22 mile I am I as a, as a- a little training run yep. for your race next weekend. And you mentioned the Black Hills 100 prior. Yes. So you're do, going back and doing that event. Yes. But this time you're doing the 100 mile. Yes. So I've I've never done the 100 mile distance out at the Black Hills 100. I've only ever done the 50, which I think I've done seven times. Uh, and I've done the 30K. They also have a 50K that I, I have right. not done yet. But yeah, this will be my first first attempt at the 100 mile distance out there. And it is, it's a gnarly course. It's out on the... Yeah, so let's give let's give Black Hills 100 just a slight promotion here. Really yeah, quick. and I don't know I don't know the race director for Black Hills 100, so I'm just gonna roll in with it. Yep, kind of explain the course a little bit because you're, I mean, it's got to in South Dakota, it's got to be kind of technical a little bit in some regards, and it a is. little bit of mountainous, a little bit of, a lot of elevation gain. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, ton of gain and loss. So yeah, so the Black Hills 100, um, it's it's out. So I grew up in South Dakota, um, out outside of Rapid City. So this is kind of my hometown course. 
course. Obviously, I've done the 50 miler, which is it used to be an out and back. It's a point to point now. Okay. Um, the 100 miler is an out and back, and it's on the uh, Centennial Trail. Um, I believe in the in the full 100 mile race, there's about 30,000 feet of elevation gain and loss, um, which for the Jeez. the Black Hills, you wouldn't think, but it is it is a gnarly technical course uh, mostly single track there's a couple of fire road sections and the weather out in south dakota is i mean it's very similar to here in colorado that it's very un- unpredictable i mean i've been out there in years that there are flash flooding i've been out there in june when you get a little bit of snow or hail um, and i've been out there when it's you know 104 degrees and just <laughs> hot and dry and um, you're doing anything you can to stay hydrated and, and, and survive so um, yeah i'm I'm really excited. I'm I'm pumped for your race this weekend. Is a little bit of a, a last training run for that, and then to get out there next week with my buddy Alan. Yeah, and we'll we'll see what we can do. Um, you know, we're gonna run slow to run fast, and and um, as we always say, and, and a lot of people have heard before, we're definitely gonna be embracing the suck. I mean, you get into the, that's it's all about if you're doing a hundred mile, you gotta really step into the pain cave a little bit. And yes, figure out what's, yeah yeah what to do with it. Yeah, yeah you know, it's um, yeah. Yeah, as much as it is physical, it is it, it's so much mental as well. Um, just knowing that you can go out and, and sustain a, a 15, 16, 17, 17 minute mile for 30 hours or, you know, or faster. I'd how, say average. How but, big is this race? How many people do they get? Um, you know, that's a great question. I think in the 100 mile, uh, they probably get just over 100 people. That's, um, that's solid. Yeah, and then the 50, uh, they're usually around 200 runners, and then I think more for the 30K and the, the 50K. So. It all happens on the uh, – starts on a Saturday. Yeah, finishes. so the 100-miler so the starts on a Friday, yeah, and then okay. every other race starts on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. I'm, I'm working towards – they just started about three years ago, the Man in Black uh, Award. So what's cool is the, the, the first – the top finishers, age group and overall finishers at this race, get an insanely cool painted buffalo skull i mean it's it's epic and they started about three or four years ago the man in black award if you finish all four of their distances regardless of winning you get a a black painted buffalo skull and so obviously i have the 30k i have the 50 mile i'm trying to get the 100 mile next weekend and then next year i'm hoping to seal it off with the 50k we'll see so oh that's cool that is a great idea i like that that's pretty sweet and it's it's consecutive years or is it nope not consecutive years oh. at all just if in the span of you racing their event yeah oh that yeah. is so cool yeah, it's pretty sweet so yeah I, I like it we, we do a little bit like that with our legacy program i i've never really liked it when it's race organizations have the legacy program and it's like a consistent like you have to you be have consecutive to, years yeah yeah you miss a year just for some random like i got sick i broke my leg and you yeah you miss it like you got to start all the way from scratch oh so that's yeah. cool that they do that because i i when we started doing our legacy program I, I said the same thing i'm like well we're gonna start it and if you miss two or three years and come back hey welcome back yep Here, you have you haven't missed out like you're you're number four on legacy oh, you're, you're, yeah you're, dude i i completely agree i uh right at the start of the pandemic in 2020 i broke my ankle playing hockey um and i was supposed to run the 100 mile distance that year and, and had to pull out and so i, I agree if, if it had to be. how does it's uh, i i love the play hockey <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> how does how does hockey play into some of your 
uh, trail running and yeah. training and stuff. Because yeah. I mean, obviously, you, like how often do you play in hockey versus trying to get out on the trails and stuff? Like, yeah. And, and do you feel that you playing hockey is a really great conditioning for it some is. of your trail running? Yeah, especially uh, leg conditioning. Um, so I play hockey about three days a week, and then I I run six days a week, and so there's a lot of overlap there. But I would say, in it's. It's different, right? Hockey is, uh, especially games. It's it's that um, fast twitch muscle. It's mm-hmm. it's the you're on the ice skating as hard as you possibly can for a minute at a time. Um, so it, it helps with that. And then uh, again, I think it really helps with uh, with my leg conditioning to where like I, I get out on a trail and I feel like uh, you know it's just I'm kind of on on, on autopilot. Do you feel point. that? Uh, because you play hockey three times a week, you don't have to get out and do as many miles, or is it just is it just as important for you to get out and do <laughs> do do the miles that you need to? Yeah, no, no, that's a great point. I I don't run that many miles, <laughs> so so your race coming up this weekend, twenty two miles, will be the longest consecutive uh, mileage I've ran in I don't know a year. Oh sure. So, yeah, I usually okay. run five miles a day. That's about it. Okay. Sometimes seven miles a day. <laughs> so, well, you know, it's jumping in again, yeah. jumping into that hundred mile for next. Yeah. Weekend. So yeah. then, then I get to a race and I'll do a half, or I'll do a full, or I'll do a fifty mile. I, I, yeah, I do think hockey helps in that aspect that I don't feel like I need to put in, you know, a twenty, a thirty, a forty, or fifty mile training run leading up to yeah. any of these big races. I've I've never done that. Um, you know, knock on wood. Maybe. I'm just fortunate to where I haven't had to Um, and everybody's training is different but um, but mine definitely includes a lot of other things outside of running I play tennis twice a week you know I I play hockey three days a week I I then supplement running in when I can yeah so training to everybody looks a little bit different mine is very different which is cool like I I think it's I think that's nice though I think I mean you need those different types of sports to to you know get out and do it I mean I want to talk about you You've done enough races over over your quote unquote career yep. as far as being a or trail runner. Like, what's some of the most memorable events that you've had, whether whether good or bad? Like, yeah. what, and what if some of those memories kind of tell you about <laughs> as you move forward into going into your you, you know, hundred mile next yeah. weekend? Like, yeah, what? no, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I've, I have a, a few that stick out. One is, um, and this actually wasn't even a, this wasn't a trail race. This was when I was getting ready to move. So I was in Florida. After Florida, I moved up to DC for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Leaving DC, I wanted to come back out West. And I was thinking of either Colorado, which I've always loved, or even further west I was thinking Alaska um, I just thought getting up Jesus a, okay yeah yeah quite, quite different but I, I always thought getting up in Alaska like you're away from everything like how cool would that be just you and nature And so I went out a buddy of mine his brother lives there was in the military and stayed there And so there's um, a marathon called the Humpies Marathon and I was like I'm gonna go out I'm gonna run this marathon I'm gonna check it out and see what I think well we went out for just under a week um um, we went fishing on the Russian River, catching salmon. It was the coolest experience. Two days before the race, uh, we 
we're done fishing. We're getting ready to drive back up to Anchorage and we stopped at this greasy little diner and I ate the probably one of the best I thought at that time chili cheeseburgers I've ever had. It was oh man. I and I wish I remember the name of this little restaurant. I can't think of it. But um anyways, I ended up getting food poisoning and I I literally shit and puked my way through the entire race. It ruined my my whole vibe on Alaska. I came back uh, to DC at that time and was like, I'm moving to Colorado. Uh, so now, how do I, how do I, what did I learn from that one is don't, don't try anything new right before a race. Especially, I feel like I've got an iron stomach. I can usually eat about anything. And two is I always have toilet paper on hand. I always have toilet paper in my bag because you never know. Luckily, that was a road race and there were porta potties, um, you know, every couple of miles. But you get on a trail and, and granted, you can find leaves and whatnot, but I'd much rather have toilet paper. Um, so that was that one sticks out in my mind. You know, there's a few others. Um, a, a couple of years ago, I went and my actually my first DNF ever um, was at the Bighorn 50. And it was it was a few years ago when they in, in June. Actually, I think Bighorn is usually the same weekend as the Black Hills, uh, usually. Uh, but anyways, it, there was hail and snow at the start of the race, and it just, the trail conditions were super slick and wet. You know, we were sliding all over the place, I mean, on our butts, um, just trying to take it easy and go slow, and, and I missed a cutoff because of it. And so, you know, you think, you, nobody wants to DNF, and you think, you, you know, you're, you kind of go through a ton of emotions. You're a failure, like, oh my God. God, what am I doing? Like I should have ran harder. Um, but I, I feel like I've learned a lot that race. Um, it's not always about the finish. That was probably one of the most fun races I ever had. And I didn't even make it to the finish line. Yeah. And it was just the, the, the course conditions were just crazy, but it made it so much fun. We're laughing and hooping and hollering the whole way. And, and I mean, there had to have been in our group of runners um, that got cut at that aid station, there were probably 30 or 40 of us. And it was just because the, the conditions were so sloppy, we couldn't really go right. any further or go any faster. Um, but man, I, I had so much fun. So I, I learned it's not it's not necessarily all always about the finish. Um, you know, it's just a little it's things. experience. So it, it really, really is. comes down to it's yeah. experience. Hands down. So um, so that one really sticks out in mind. Um, and there's little, there's funny things. That, you know, we have a ton of inside jokes. Um, that, that we we talk about um, at every race, but uh, you know we always we get to the start line and we we look for the first guy that's you know holding against a tree, swinging his legs back and forth as hard as we can. We always joke that that guy is going to be the the race winner. Um, we 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 you know in cold mornings we try to find a, a the shortest porta potty line to to stay warm. Well pooping or peeing uh, <laughs> prior to the start. There's, I mean, there's so many little things, but um, yeah, I mean, this trail running is, it's, it's been, it's probably been one of the, one of the best things that's really happened to me. Now, going back to community now, it's, do you, cause you end up, I, I've met a few of the, your buddies that you've run our events with. Yep. Do you usually end up having the same group of guys that 
you go out and do races with? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I've mentioned Alan a couple of times. We do literally every fifty or hundred mile together, regardless if he wants to do it or I want to do it. If one of us signs up, the other yeah, one's in. Jump right so now, in. and I and I joked earlier that I convinced him of the our first fifty miler was the Black Hills fifty, and it was over breakfast at Village Inn. He continually asks me if we're going to have breakfast at Village Inn again, and I am so scared to say yes because I have no fucking clue what he is going to sign us up for. I, I avoid him at all costs. But um, yeah, so he's out at every, almost every race. Um, I mean, he's come out here for a lot of your races with me. Um, he, he was out there at the at the Bighorn when we DNF'd. Um, and I've got a few other guys that I do a lot of local trail races with. So yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's something fun. You know, one of my really good friends, Taylor Horowitz, you've, you've yeah, met him. Taylor. And um, he's actually, I think he just set the an FK, uh, fastest no FKT for a, a local trail here last weekend. He's getting ready to do Run Rabbit Run in September, yep. 100 mile, which will be his first 100 ever. But um, what's cool is um, we're both new dads as well. Um, and Congratulations, so, by the way. Your second one is Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a little two-year-old girl, Hollis. Um, she's uh, amazing. And then, um, you know my wife, Hillary, very well. She is pregnant and due October 8th with our second little girl. Uh, and he's got two kids as well. And so it's, it's, it's cool having that in common as well and talking about just the ridiculous shit that happens <laughs> as a new dad. Um, you know, in trail running, when you're out there for hours upon hours, you're either solving the world's problems in your head, you're not really, or, you know, I, I'm continually doing math. I sucked at math. I thought, I'm always doing math problems while I'm out there, but it's, it's also fun being out there with, with guys like him and talking about shit that happens as a new dad. Like, it's it's, just, it's ridiculous. So it's, it's pretty fun. See, that would be a really good podcast category is things to talk about while, while you're trail running. running. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Some of the most ridiculous stuff comes out. Oh man, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I love it. So, so it's always something new. Wow. Well, what? So after Black Hills, what? Do you have any other um, ultras set up for later this year? Yeah, so um, so we'll have the Black Hills 100 in two weeks, and then I will run the Lean Horse 100, which is also out in South Dakota uh, in October, or sorry, September. And that was the first 100 mile that I finished was the Lean Horse. It's That's a cool entry-level race if you're looking for the longer distance, 50 or 100 miles, because it's on the Mickelson Trail, which is an old rails-to-trails trail program. So it used to be a railroad mm -hmm. out in South Dakota. So the, the gradient is like one to 2% up and one to 2% down the entire way. And, and, and there's a bit of ele elevation gain and loss uh, over the course of a hundred, but um, at one time it's, <clears throat> it's pretty easy. The race director, uh, his name is Royce Wurzer. He's a good friend of mine and they put, they put on a good, a good trail run out there. So I'll have that. And then I've got uh, several um, half marathons and marathons kind of scattered throughout the rest of the year as well. Well, yeah. you know, I, I always see it at my races too, so that's oh. that's always a trip. Dude, so. your your race series is second to none, man. It's um, it is a blast getting out there. You've got, I mean, we were talking a little bit ago about volunteers. You've got um, a cool set of people that are out at pretty much every race of yours, volunteering and helping, and I always see the same familiar faces, which is a lot of fun. And the races, I mean, you've got some cool events, man. I, I you know, I told you the first time I ran Bar Lake last year, I think. Um, that's one 
of my favorite. That was that's a that, that's like training grounds for me. Um, yeah. It's a nine mile loop or roughly around the lake. Uh, love that race. You know the the Blackhawk is that that trails technical bitch. Oh my god, that is a hard <laughs> fucking race, uh, but super cool, super technical. And if you want to see what a a tough trail race looks like, and tough and just in terms of the trail itself is is yeah. unforgiving, but gorgeous oh my god yeah um yeah you've got some cool races man and i've i've been really really pumped to be um on board as a sponsor for you know first and foremost but secondly as as a runner and now i just need to start volunteering i need to yeah. i need to support you <laughs> in other ways than running <laughs> i will do that i promise well let's uh let's let's give a, a little shameless plug here for podium um because yeah. i i really appreciate you guys coming in and you've been our bib sponsor now for the last couple of years yep. Um, so anybody who's racing in Colorado and listening into this podcast, if you're running with the Endurance Race Series, uh, if you take a look at the back of your bib, it's always a buy one, get one with with the racing aspect of it. But what's really cool is you guys have added axe throwing into into it. So now it's not just so much about the karting. It's all about other events that are happening in here. So give a really quick plug for, for Podium and what you guys do here. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you for that. I appreciate it. And, and like Jeff just said, if you guys uh, run any of his races in Colorado, on the back of the bib, um, you got a, a BOGO to come in and, and do a race with us. But, um, you know, we are an indoor go-karting facility. And and even more than that, I will say our go-karts, they're, they're a blast, man. They're, <laughs> they're fun. They're gas powered. They're fast. You're, I mean, you're going 30 plus miles an hour on a tight technical track. That's that's super cool. Um, and then to to what you just mentioned, yeah, last November we added axe throwing. Um, it's really cool. Digitally projected targets. You can play different games. But yeah, it's just a really cool entertainment venue. And we'd we'd love for you guys to come in and, and check us out if you guys have time. So yeah, man. So it's it's uh, right in the heart of, of yeah, the you freeway can, system. You yeah, can't, you can't. You can't miss us. We're right at the uh, intersection of Highway 36 and I-25. We're an old car dealership. Uh, John Elway, if you guys are local and Broncos fans, used to own a dealership here. So we're in that that building, um, really centrally located in Denver. Yeah, p- stop by and, and check us out and ask for me. Uh, I'd love to show you around and get you guys into a race. Yeah. Well, Code, thanks for finally <laughs> taking uh, yeah. the time to sit down with no, me. No, <laughs> dude, my, my pleasure, man. And anytime, I, I, I love having you here and I love being on this. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, I just love our conversations all together. I mean, I always have so much fun chatting with you. So to get you on here finally and just hear you a little bit more of your trail running background, yeah. it's fun. Like, I honestly, I did not know that you got into trail running just be based on Pearl. Yep. Which to this day, I still think Pearl had some of the best shoes. Oh, man. You know, it's crazy. You you still see people posting every online now, about it. Every now and then. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, and I agree. That was when Pearl got out of trail running. That, that yeah, was a heart Pearl had for some me. of the best trail running shoes. I, yeah. I loved them. Not to take anyway away from our presenting sponsor, Solomon, because Solomon's got some really great shoes as well. So anyway, Cody, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Dude, thanks, Jeff. I appreciate the time, man. All right, that'll do it for another episode of the Trail Life Podcast. Um, I tell you what, I really 
really enjoy having the opportunity to interview people and talk to people and hear their stories. But when you have the opportunity to do it with some friends, uh, sometimes it just kind of lightens, lightens the load a little bit. You don't have to do a lot of the research. You just get in there and have a conversation. And that's what this was. I hope you guys enjoyed it. A special shout out to Cody for finally making the time to uh, sit down and talk with me. I, I had to chase him around Denver for the last nine months to do this. So, and congratulations to him on, on his uh, second baby on the way and shout out to his wife, Hillary. Uh, uh, such a great, uh, great family there. And I have so much respect for Cody and I, I really appreciate him again, jumping on, talking to me about, uh, what, what trail running means to him, his trail running story and, and just spreading a little bit of love about podium events and karting. So yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I really appreciate you guys listening in one more time. And if you like what you hear, I once again, encourage you to leave a comment leave us a rating so that way uh, the Trail Life podcast can be found a little bit easier. It ranks us up a little bit higher and and, uh, helps us to share these journeys a little bit easier for everybody trying to find us. So thanks again, guys. Appreciate it. We'll see you out on the trails real soon. The Trail Life Podcast is presented by Solomon. For over 75 years, their passion for outdoor sports, new technologies, and craftsmanship have driven them to create progressive gear to enable you to freely enjoy and challenge yourself in the great outdoors. Today, Solomon has an incredible lineup of road and trail running footwear and hydration gear, perfect for any runner on any terrain, no matter the challenge. Check them out today at your local running store like Runner's Roost or on Solomon.com. This episode of the Trail Life Podcast is brought to you by Built with Chocolate Milk. Recover from every workout with chocolate milk. It's the sports drink nature intended. Get more information at dairydiscoveryzone.com forward slash built. Music for the Trail Life Podcast was provided by the Poor Dirty Astronauts with lyrics written by Matt Meyer.